Hello, Adam. Hi, Drew. How are you doing, man? I'm great, man. I'm I'm feeling wonderful. I know. It's a good time of year, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. The the fresh air, the, uh, the that feeling of summer, finally. You know, like where you go outside that one day and you're like, ooh, yeah, it's summer. Yeah, oh, yeah. here it is. Yeah, temps, temps are leaving the 40s and 50s and entering the uh, the 70s and 80s. It definitely, definitely feels like a summer is right around the corner. Um, super yeah. exciting. Oh, yeah. I went to the zoo this weekend. It was super Did fun. you? Yeah, Kansas City. There you go. There you go. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully our listeners are also getting a chance to uh, uh, get out of the house from a, a long winter, um, mm-hmm. get some of the fresh air, some outdoor time, some some time with nature. Um, there's a great John Muir quote about being out with nature and trees that I can't remember right now. But <laughs> I'm sure, if you Google it, uh, you'll find it. Uh, find it also inspiring. But yeah, man, it's a, it's a good time of year. It's a lot of things happening. Um, a lot of things happening for our listeners, uh, and a lot of things happening in Sigma New World right now too. Yeah, our uh, our our seniors are graduating, um, going through hopefully uh, the chapters, uh, performing the uh, affirmation of knighthood, one of my, my favorite rituals, the send off for the seniors, the uh, um, kind of graduation into the alumni chapter, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you know it's uh and you know for all of our seniors listening, whether you uh, have already graduated or you're about to graduate. Uh, both Adam and I want to say congratulations to you. Um, Indeed. No small feat in this day and age, especially with the past year uh, you guys have had. So uh, mm-hmm. big kudos, big congratulations. I'm sure folks got great graduation plans lined up. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, you know, folks are graduating. Folks are uh, kind of wrapping up their semesters, their academic terms. Our quarter school systems are probably uh, getting close to that point. Maybe not there yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Affirmation Nighthood Ceremony. Great ritual ceremony. Um, we talked uh, with the guys at uh, DePaul a couple episodes ago about the importance of ritual. This is another example of that, right? It's a it's a piece of the ritual that um, your chapter can and likely should be doing as a great kind of ritual ceremony to bridge the gap between a collegiate Sigma New experience to an alumni Sigma New experience. Yeah, definitely. Another piece of the kind of the the structure that uh, I think fraternity gives a collegiate experience, right? Kind of that that capstone of it. Um, you're capping it off w- with your brothers. You know, you celebrate with your classmates, celebrate with professors, with families. And, and you know, this is kind of a, a way that we celebrate with our brothers that we've spent, you know, the last four to six years with. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The other big news, uh, and not really news uh, by this point, but has been shared obviously coming up here in the month of june uh, near late june we are going to have our virtual grand chapter our 69th grand chapter completely virtual the first time in the fraternity's history that we will have a virtual grand chapter which is exciting and uh and i'm sure for some folks a little nerve-wracking as well too yeah. uh, anytime anytime you do something new uh it's an opportunity to uh, stretch your stretch your wings and hey as bill courtney reminds us getting outside of the comfort zone is a good mm-hmm. place to have some change right Yep. You don't live in a vacuum. Exactly. Exactly. We we had our first uh, virtual college of chapters this year, and I think that was a a great success uh, in in a lot of ways. Um, So hopefully, you know, there are, uh, as with everything, you know, lessons that we can take from this that we can move forward with and um, you implement in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And so as a reminder, uh, and by now, the the May 12th registration, we're recording this on May 10th. Uh, but by the time this episode comes out uh, after production on the back end, uh, May 12th will have likely elapsed uh, for yes. most of our listeners. You know, uh, still, every collegiate chapter 
has two votes at Grand Chapter. And so it's important for collegiate chapters to ensure they have at least one person registered for Grand Chapter as to serve as their voting delegate. So you don't need to have two people. Uh, it's great to have two people because that's a really good representation and an experience for folks to have. But every chapter should have at least one person to cast your chapter's vote at Grand Chapter. And similarly, all alumni chapters that are in good standing have one vote as well, too. Um, and, uh, you know, Sigma Civics wise, a, a little history lesson or, or civics lesson for us, right? Division mm-hmm. commanders and, and high uh, grand officers and past grand officers also have a vote. So the collegiate members do have the, uh, the, the largest collection of votes at Grand Chapter. So. Yeah, absolutely, and it's you know it's important that that we um, you know, have as many people present as possible from as all of our different chapters for everybody that is able to participate. That just makes the entire um, experience better, and it makes uh, make sure that we are picking you know, the best direction for our fraternity moving forward. If we have that the you know, the most diverse um, possible uh, sample size of our, our voting population, right? Yeah, yeah, and this is you know this is uh, this is it, man. This is our big every two years uh, legislative convention this year every three years a little bit because we had a, a postponement last summer but this is it man this is this is the big the big shebang so mm-hmm. uh, make sure folks are registered and for folks who are listening who might just be an alumnus or a general collegiate brother you are welcome to register as well too um, so if you're an alumnus and you just want to you know experience it you've never been to a grand chapter maybe uh, mm-hmm. because you you weren't a voting delegate when you're a collegiate member uh, or it just hasn't been near you uh, geographically or what have you definitely take an opportunity I mean, this is an opportunity right to mm-hmm. register and see what this experience is like and 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 view it as a participant um, as a as an audience member if you will not a voting delegate but an audience member uh, in this great uh, great legislative convention that we have called Grand Chapter. So yeah, it should be I, a great one. I could say with certainty that this is uh, the uh, most accessible uh, Grand Chapter that Sigma Nu has ever had. Uh, yeah. You, the, the barrier to be able to participate is about as low as it possibly uh, could ever be um, as far as distance, uh, cost, uh, you know, all of those things. So, um, you know, if, if you're a, a general member and you, you are interested, this is the, the Grand Chapter to uh, to participate in because there's no um, hotel you need to uh, you stay at. There's no uh, distance you need to travel. Um, very low barrier to entry here. If you can afford your mortgage or rent for this month, the month of June, and you can feasibly walk from your bedroom to wherever your laptop is, then mm-hmm. you you have already checked off two significant boxes to attend this grand chapter. So absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, also right now this month. So uh, last month, April, we, at the end of April, we had the uh, deadline for our award submissions and pursuit of excellence submissions. And so right now uh, folks at uh, headquarters are furiously uh, working over those submissions for review and going through that process. That'll take folks a, a large amount of time, uh, but it's important, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's every, you know, over 160 chapters we have in the country and every single one uh, shared their self-assessment. And now we've got to go through that and uh, check things off and take in feedback and uh, make sure we give them the ratings and the feedback they need to improve and continue excelling with honor for next year. Yeah, I, I love this period of time too. just be able to see, um, you know, what our chapters are proud of, right? Like this is where they get to showcase, um, you know, what they've accomplished and, um, you know, the you know, the good they've done both for each other and their community. It's it's a cool, the cool thing to be able to see. Yeah, 
Yeah. And if you're listening, uh, Mother's Day has already elapsed. Uh, hopefully <laughs> you did your due diligence. You got a card from mom. You got a gift from mom. You, Hey, you gave mom a hug or a craft or something. You know, you, you did your stuff there. Father's Day is coming up. So by the time you listen to this, you will have still time uh, to uh, get your Father's Day gifts in order. So uh, making sure you go out there and um, get dad that great tie uh, or or that round of golf he's been looking forward to or, uh, you know, heck, just even taking him out for lunch and, and spending some quality time with dad. I'm sure he'll appreciate that. So uh, Father's Day coming up uh, next month in June, obviously. So make sure you guys are thinking about that. Additionally, uh, we hope as you guys round out spring and we head full steam into summer, that you're thinking about summer plans with brothers uh, and especially summer recruitment, mm-hmm. right? There's, there's no better time, you know, already now, I, I don't know about you, but uh, just in my, you know, my street, the neighborhood I live in, I'm already seeing the signs up in front yards, right? Uh, Elon bound or Western Kentucky bound mm-hmm. or uh, Tennessee bound, you know, what have you. So kids are already picked out what schools they're going to next fall and they're excited. And so this is a great time to begin jumping on that and connecting with uh, potential new members. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, I know s- several chapters that have a, um, you know, a significant portion of their uh, prospective new members are, are found over the summer. Um, and, uh, you know, on top of just you know, being able to recruit better, I mean, it's awesome to be able to uh, it's awesome for these graduating seniors that are becoming freshmen to have a friendly face on campus. So, um, you know, just as students of your universities, I mean, it's it's awesome to be able to uh, provide that uh, that friendly face to those incoming uh, new members. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, let's get into this here today on our uh, episode here, episode five. We have a special guest in Parker Pell. Uh, Parker Pell is one of the founders of Scholars, a program, a, a, a online program that Sigma Nu is a partner of. Uh, and we offer to all of our collegiate members, uh, Scholars, uh, essentially, and Parker describes it even better in the podcast interview we're about to get into, mm-hmm. uh, connects of collegiate members with career opportunities, internship opportunities, right? Kind of bridges that gap between, um, oh, I don't know anybody or I have a small network, um, but really, you know, connects folks directly with potential employers and uh, kind of bridges that gap and, and, and serves as a kind of a super highway to get you to the opportunities that you want to experience. Yeah, uh, this was a, a great interview. I really enjoyed speaking with Parker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, Adam and I were here. We'll stop John around and we'll get right into the meat <laughs> of it and uh, we'll catch everyone on the back end. But uh, let's send it right over to our interview with Parker Pell with the scholars. Welcome, uh, everyone. Um, we've got Parker Pell with the Scholars Program here with us today, a partner with Sigma Nu. Um, we're very happy to have you here, Parker. Uh, would you care to I- introduce yourself? Yeah, Adam, Drew, thanks for having me. I'm Parker, one of the co-founders of the company Scholars. Uh, our goal is to provide educational information through podcasting for job-seeking college students and recent graduates to be able to learn about companies like KPMG, Lyft, Kraft Heinz, what their early career programs are all about from tips and tricks to navigate their interview to how to get hired ultimately for all of our students that come to us to learn to be able to 
figure out if a company is right for them. Uh, at the end of the day, we started our company with the belief that there was a better way to learn about all of the different types of internship and entry-level programs at companies of all shapes and sizes and understood that this generation's job-seeking college students weren't uh, excited about reading as much as they were about listening to podcasts. And so we partner with companies, produce podcasts to educate students that come to us and then ultimately provide those students that learn about a company uh, a way to get in touch with a recruiter and how to navigate that internship. Uh, so very high level, but ultimately the goal is to be one of the largest hubs of information for job-seeking students and then not just a source of information, but also provide them a, a way to communicate and ultimately Hopefully, the goal is to land an interview with the company. Okay, awesome. That's, that's a great overview of a, of a program that I'm sure has um, you know, helped a lot of students. Um, what was the? T- tell me about the um, the generation process of this. What was the creation like? What led to the founding of Scholars? Yeah. So a uh, little backstory. There's three of us on our founding team. Uh, we all went to Rhodes College in Memphis. And we, I would say, kind of always had the entrepreneur bug uh, in our systems. When we got together, um, we were members of an entrepreneurship club. And Scholars is actually the second company that our team has started together. Um, We started our first business when we were juniors in college um, and throughout college and into the summer of 2019, ran this business um, and honestly just learned a lot, learned about how we work together as a team, uh, was our, we're able to make connections and ultimately, ultimately that first business actually failed. But what we took away from that company really was uh, an understanding of what it meant as well as what it took to start a business, run a business, uh, uh, trying to be as effective as possible. Um, so fast forward September of 2019, our idea uh, for scholars was really born um, from that understanding and seeing our peers in Memphis that didn't have a easy one-stop shop way to actually learn about the practical components of getting hired at companies, the differences in their internship or new grad programs, how to navigate the job or internship search process successfully in this new day and age with social media and being avid podcast listeners ourselves and really knowing uh, job-seeking students really well and what they were ultimately evaluating brands for. Uh, we launched Scholars uh, kind of with the approach, obviously, that I mentioned earlier, be a hub of information, uh, provide practical advice to students through podcasting, and then ultimately provide them a way to land an internship, uh, land a, an interview with uh, a company that we're partnered with. Um, so fast forward from September 2019, obviously COVID hits, and I'd be lying if I said that COVID didn't help our business. Uh, I know that the virtual environment shook the campus recruiting space 
altogether, uh, ultimately for students listening as well. Uh, in the Sigma Nu fraternity, I can only imagine how many platforms and how many Zooms have been in for class, uh, as well as trying to attend virtual career fairs, info sessions, you name it. And we saw a huge uptick in the uh, interest in job-seeking professionals wanting to learn about these companies before they attended an info session or career fair. And what's the best way to learn about a company other than obviously podcasting um, and figure out how you can actually use the virtual career fair that you're attending through your school um, to land an interview with that company, uh, tips and tricks, things to do from the mouth of the recruiters at these companies that we've been fortunate enough to be able to, to partner with and, and tell their story on. Um, so virtual environment really helped us. Uh, and, and fast forward to today, um, we've been able to showcase over 120 companies ranging of all shapes and sizes uh, from uh, all the way out west to the very tip of the northeast. And um, it's been exciting to see, I would say, the response in general from this generation's rock star students who have uh, faced more hardships than any <laughs> student class has in a long time. Um, obviously facing uh, a job market that's daunting, um, but taking the bull by the horns, doing everything they can to get uh, a leg up and landing an interview. And ultimately our goal is to be a, uh, hopefully a part of that experience for as many students um, as possible, as well as obviously many of your, your members at Sigma New. Yeah, absolutely. And can confirm I've been working from home since uh, since uh, March and my podcast listening hours have gone way up. Uh, that's definitely a, a good way. And, it, you know, the, the, the modern student, uh, as you said, you know, has more more time for that, um, just given the, the streamlining of, of you know, how information gets to you. Right. So you can listen to a podcast and, and learn about a company while you're riding the bus to, to class or, um, you know, commuting or you know, doing chores or whatever it is um so definitely a, a great platform and you know an advantageous time to get into it sounds like so definitely a, a silver lining yeah um, and it's it's interesting ahead. too you know i was going to pick a piece there parker that it seems like the you know everything is shifting virtually and that as much as the pandemic has uh, had a lot of negative impacts it's really highlighted the ability um that the scope of this virtual environment has given us that that you're not limited uh you know you mentioned career fairs parker a, a student at xyz school may not be limited just to his school's career fair because we're virtual now and so now there's a lot more access and i think that's that's one of the big walls that have come down from the pandemic is this sense of increased access i think without question i i would take your statement and and emphasize it even more in saying that we've never had a recruiting system and process that has ever been more accessible as well as open to change and open to talent from communities, cities, and areas that companies before have not traditionally traveled to uh, from what we've heard ultimately. And at the end of the day, you think about um, – if we can remove all the barriers to entry, then it's fair game for all. And I think you hit the nail on the head that this virtual environment, um, if a student has 
put in time to take advantage of the resources that companies are putting out there for them to take advantage of, then they should have seen access and opportunities to companies that they honestly probably never would have thought that they could have spoken to a recruiter at at a virtual fair, uh, info session, you name it. Yeah. So Parker, help me out here and help our listeners out, our collegiate listeners at least. Let's let's say I'm a junior and uh, or, or I'm a sophomore or anything really, and I'm, I'm trying to get my foot into this process. What's the best way for me to take the tools that Scholars is offering and leverage that for my own success? Like what's what's the best starting point? How do I how do I jump into this pool and get swimming in it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously, we've got um, our partnership page uh, with Sigma Nu. Uh, where a student can go on to Sigma News landing page and join Scholars Community. You're going to get exclusive access to content. You're going to get exclusive access to job opportunities, be able to engage with uh, recruiters at companies of all shapes and sizes. Um, So starting point, take what we're saying and, and take advantage, I would say, of the partnership that we put together, uh, the landing page, join um, and fill out a profile as robust as possible um, for you. Really focus your profile on your experiences. Um, it's not just about your grades. Companies are looking way beyond that, I would say, uh, when they're evaluating students for opportunities for interviews. Um, so I would say, Drew, to your, to your point specifically, kind of first step, how can Sigma Nu members and collegiate members take, a, take advantage of the partnership? One, I would say is to obviously join our partnership landing page and let us know questions that you have. Um, take advantage of the content, uh, the educational materials to learn about these companies ultimately because you want to make sure that you're applying and associating your time with a company that that seems like there would be of interest to you um, and then go um, at the end of the day I, we always tell uh, our members of our community uh, at scholars um, emphasis really on the word community that's as what we've tried to build um, is to provide us with feedback as well about their experience, uh, what we could be doing better for them. We know that the landscape is ever-changing and the needs of our students that, that join our community are ever-changing. And so our goal is to educate as well as serve them. Um, so I hope that answered your question, Drew. No, it does entirely. And what I think is, for me personally, one of the most fascinating things about scholars it's the same reason why so many really interesting startups nowadays are really fascinating is that they are really embracing this consumer powered free market um, to where a, a consumer, the, the entry user has a lot more control over their journey than traditionally has been um, and a lot more control over their, their own destiny, so to speak. And so, you know, what you guys are doing through scholars, I, what I think is so cool is that, yeah, if you're a junior, you're interested in 
a certain area, now you can enter this portal and you can find that passion or, or connect yourself and you don't have to rely on these traditional passive mechanics to, to get access to things. hundred percent. Couldn't agree with you more. Um, and hitting the nail on the head for us, it, it truly is about the student. Um, if we can do our part in providing uh, resources and education to our community, then at the end of the day, we know that uh, our mission will um, be successful. And that relates obviously to the goal of our company, which is to be successful through providing value. So Parker, you mentioned earlier that um, you know, potential employers are, are really looking at, you know, beyond just the student's grades or beyond just the, um, you know, what you could see from a transcript or from a, a, a resume and looking into, you know, deeper into experiences. Um, could you, could you speak on that a little bit more? What, what, um, how might a student who's say a freshman, sophomore, um, shape their collegiate experience to, uh, you know, have some of those experiences that, that employers are looking for? Yeah. I mean, uh, first of all, something to do is figure out how you as a student can uh, hold a position of leadership, uh, whether that's with Sigma Nu at your chapter, um, whether that is a leadership position for a class project, whether that is uh, a club at school or an athletic team or intramural team, even for that matter. Um, I say that leadership is something that it, recruiters are always looking for that you can display and communicate very effectively. Um, when you are uh, talking to a recruiter, going through that phone screening and, and interview process. Uh, so I would say that would be number, number one. Um, number two, I would say uh, would be what are you as a student doing um outside of school uh, in terms of getting involved with your community. Um, companies in this day and age are providing interns opportunities to in get involved with the communities in the cities or areas that they're interning in, um, providing them with opportunities to get involved within their company culture. And I think that showing that involvement puts you on a pedestal and on a different level uh, as a candidate. And Thirdly, I would say would be, and this is pretty practical advice, um, what we've, what we always recommend to students going through an interview process uh, is they should come to that first interview uh, with a topic or current event uh, of the company that they're interviewing with that they found on Google to that recruiter and bring it up in that first interview. Uh, so if you see the company that you're interviewing with was in a current event in the last week or last month, mention that at the start of your first phone conversation, ultimately that shows the recruiter that you've gone beyond just reading their mission statement on their careers page and that you're actually interested in the inner workings of the company. Uh, that is fun fact tidbit, uh, something that we've heard can make a student stand out immediately. Um, in the interview process. Oh yeah, and it, it definitely would tell you too whether you're interested, truly interested in that in that company. So I guess it works both ways. I mean, if you can Google them and, and find things that you're maybe uh, that would t turn you off, you you might 
point yourself in another direction and vice versa if you you know google it and and find something that that really drives you towards a company that's uh, all, all the better it gives you more to, more to talk about great advice that, that reminds me you know it's it's that advice really ties into you know uh, a story i heard from athletic director once which was great coaching candidates come with like an action plan, like here, here's where you're at and here's what I want to do, right? That they come to the table with something that gets the, the interviewer excited, uh, that, that shows they did research on the, on the situation at hand. And I think it also shows a, a sense of drive and it really picks you out from the crowd of this person, like you said, Parker, not only just looked at the mission statement, but this person, you know, investigated, did some research. And if this person's going to do this for an interview, what are the, potential and possibilities for this candidate when they're actually on the team and what they're going to contribute. Yep. A hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. It's a great example. Well, uh, you know, we talked about some of the things that current students can do, uh, to capitalize experience and, and, you know, uh, a little plug here, obviously everything you mentioned, Parker, are things that, you know, Sigma new members, collegiate members can get through their Sigma new experience. Uh, we talked about, you, know, you mentioned leadership. Um, and I think this is something we try to highlight and, and hopefully I will get your thoughts on this here in a second, Parker, but how can a Sigma new student best translate their fraternity experience in that interview process? Cause I think a lot of students sometimes say, Oh, well, I was, I was recruitment chairman or, or, you know, I was treasurer or I did this for the fraternity, but I'm not really sure, you know, I think there's some hesitancy to share that um, and maybe even not hesitancy, but confusion of how do I translate this experience to this setting, to this interview? How, how would you advise a student, a fraternity member who maybe had some positions and through those positions did some community service work? How do they best translate that so a recruiter who maybe did not have that same experience can understand it? Yeah. Um, so I was uh, involved uh, heavily in, in my fraternity at my school as well. And uh, this is something that always kind of came up, I would say, as, as we you were as an executive board kind of advising younger members. Um, and I think it goes back to what I said about uh, conveying leadership through uh, experiences. Uh, think of a characteristic that you personally have or a personality trait that you personally have as a, a Sigma new member um, that is either one that you're moderately strong with. You may have uh, some good communication skills, but not great. Um, you may have something that you're like, I really need to focus or make better my ability to um, communicate my thoughts, public speak, you name it, figure out something through your experience with your fraternity that you have improved over the course of your experience with that fraternity, relate that experience and that improvement and that skill directly to um, a, a tangible story project that you can effectively communicate and show the transition from. So for example, obviously, Public speaking is the easiest one. Uh, you're a freshman. You, you don't like to speak in front of people, but you are in charge of reporting minutes from the previous meeting to your chapter of 150 people. Um, you talk about the preparation that you had to do for the first time you did it uh, to the comfortability and the preparation that you had to do from the most recent time that you did that and show the progression of how you took 
the experience that was laid out from Sigma Nu and actually translated it into a skill and how that skill can relate to what you're doing for your internship. Um, so that would be kind of my two cents. Awesome. Good. Great advice. And, and really, um, you know, I, I think that's something that, that a lot of um, members may discount is there. Oh, well, it was it was just, you know, a, a quote unquote frat that I was in. Right. That it didn't really give me any job experience. But those are all you know very, very useful skills that, that you're learning um, and you know, that, that you can apply in a, in a workplace setting. Um, it just takes that shift of mindset of, you know, from, hey, I was just reading minutes to, hey, this is public speaking, you know. Um, so absolutely, I appreciate that advice on behalf of our, our listeners. Um, so, Parker, tell me about then um, the, the the podcast itself. Um, which which guests have been your favorites, or maybe if you don't want to pick favorites, what are some highlights? Uh, if somebody was going to go back in your catalog and pick one or two episodes, yeah, I mean, I would just say that the highlights in general for uh, our podcast called the Internship Show. Uh, has been the engagement from students and the the feedback and questions that we receive from our audience uh, about specific brands or, or just career-focused uh, questions around networking or professional development that our goal is to be able to answer. Uh, so I would just say that for us, the highlight has been that um, – We've tried to do our part and we and we try to do our part consistently to ensure that our listeners and our audience knows that we're here to help them in any facet of the internship or job search process. Um, whether that's practically how do I craft my resume or what does the word mentor actually mean? Um, and say, I would say the, the coolest thing that we've seen in, in, in gotten is that feedback um, because we want uh, students that are joining our Sigma new partnership landing page and, and learning through all this educational content, engaging with our, our partners uh, to not hesitate to reach out. It's okay to have questions as long as your questions are kind of intentional um, and make sure that um, make sure that you're really just taking advantage of every opportunity possible. I would say if you, have a intentionality with any sort of experience uh, or any sort of action that you do ultimately that is going to be able to translate into your job experience. Um, so I would say the feedback and just the response that we've seen has been the coolest thing. Um, I would say that we've tried to do our part to partner with brands of all shapes and sizes. Uh, so all the way out West to tech companies, to big four to healthcare so that, Sigma new members can learn about a variety of different industries, regardless of what they're interested in, learn maybe what they're not interested in um, all around. Awesome. Well, uh, Parker, I, I can I can say, uh, you know, as a as a podcaster myself, uh, Drew and I have, have recorded uh, just about a, a half a dozen episodes here. And, and one of my favorite things is, is uh, you know, that I've learned about myself. Right. And I've um, learned you know, different skills. Um, skills from the your guests that that we've been able to have on. What's something that you've learned about yourself, or that you've uh, been able to apply from uh, guests that you've had on in your own life? Yeah, I mean, I do. I try to do my best to always take away one 
new learning from every conversation that we've had, we have with a recruiter to be able to translate into the experience that scholars, uh, is delivering to our audience, uh, whether that is advice, whether that is practical, how to DM a recruiter on LinkedIn templates, you name it. Um, I are, are do my best and try uh, every conversation we have to figure out how can we take what we're learning from this new company uh, and, and provide it to our audience in a manner that it is uh, most helpful uh, and conducive. So I would say that kind of that's what I've learned uh, in kind of how I go about just kind of the process of having these conversations is we're fortunate to be able to have them uh, and we want to make them as accessible as possible. That's outstanding, Parker. That's a that's a great stuff there. And, and I, you know, again, encourage our listeners if you haven't had a chance, definitely take advantage of those podcast episodes from scholars and 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 you know take a listen to them. I'm interested. You know, you guys have probably filled a lot of questions. You've heard a lot of uh, insight from college students in the job market. What are the frequently common made mistakes <laughs> that, that that job seekers are facing. Um, I think, you know, I'm trying to think back, you know, to s- some stuff. I think I heard one student one time years ago say, you know, I don't understand. I'm just, you know, I'm sending my resume off to 40 different companies. And it's like, well, are you send the re- same resume? Because that, that could be the issue, right? Uh, you, you tailor it to the target you're aiming at. What are some common mistakes that you've heard from job seekers? So, folks don't have to repeat those mistakes. Yeah. I mean, I think the number one mistake that, uh, is, um, is common, I would say would be not appropriately following up when you have interactions with recruiters at companies, not sending a thank you message via LinkedIn after you attend a virtual event, not sending a thank you email, um, not asking for best next steps after the first phone screening and really understanding what each company that you're speaking with process actually is because they're all different um, would be the number one thing that uh, causes stress, obviously, to the student as they don't know kind of what's going on there. Um, these recruiters at companies have hundreds of conversations, thousands of applicants. And if you don't try to figure out a creative way to um, stand out or to make yourself memorable. Um, then it really is kind of luck of the draw if your your resume gets through. And so I would say make sure that you're doing everything possible to, to try to stand out, um, whether that's um, ensuring or wearing a funny bow tie on your first phone screen or first virtual interview. Um, Sending a proper thank you is always important. Um, asking the right questions or unique questions as well. Um, so I would say those kind of things we've we've seen. Um, but communication is just so key. Um, and at the end of the day, these recruiters, um, their job is to obviously fill the role with the most qualified individual. Um, and I believe that um, communication is a mechanism that a student can better curate their value to the recruiter to help them stand out. Absolutely. The the old saying is true, right? The squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? Yeah. And so, uh, you know, good follow up, making sure you stand out uh, amongst the crowd. 
always important. Well, Parker, we really appreciate you taking some time today to, to sit down with us and to share yep. some exciting things you guys are doing at Scholars. And again, remind our listeners, and we'll put it, we'll put the link in the show notes for this episode. You can access uh, Sigma News Partnership with Scholars uh, through the Scholars page on our website. We'll, we'll make sure we link that there. Yeah, that's a first step there. Uh, Parker, can you also give another quick plug on that podcast that you guys have? Yeah, no, of course. And Adam and Drew, thanks again for having me. Uh, if you go to the internship show, uh, it's on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, Google, YouTube, you name it. Um, the internship show is where you can learn about all the conversations that we're having. Um, so yeah, once again, thanks to you both. Yeah, absolutely. And if our listeners want to get a hold of, of the folks at Scholars, what's the best way for them to, to, for them to engage with you guys? Yeah, no, hop on LinkedIn, uh, send me a connection, Parker Pell on LinkedIn, DM me a question. Honestly, is probably the, the best way to go about it. Uh, every single Sigma new member should have a LinkedIn, uh, regardless of what your major is. That's uh, important. Uh, everyone goes to LinkedIn to professionally network. So that'd be my last kind of two cents piece of advice as well. Perfect. Perfect. Well, we'll make sure we link those things uh, in the show notes and we'll make sure we, we, so if you haven't accessed them yet or you don't know where to access them, you can definitely go in the show notes for this episode and, and we'll put the links in there for folks to be able to access some of these resources and uh, get connected directly to them. Well, um, thank you, Parker, again, uh, from, from myself uh, and I'm sure from Adam as well. Yeah, uh, Parker, thank, you so, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thanks for taking time, and, and we know you're busy, and uh, uh, we look forward to seeing you know all the great things our our students take advantage of through this great partnership with Scholars. So thanks so much, Parker. Yeah, of course. great uh welcome back everyone from uh from an uh, an excellent interview uh with parker pell i really appreciate uh, him being on the show that was that was really fun parker is an incredibly smart individual um and we say this about everybody we have on the show here but incredibly <laughs> smart um it, it never ceases to amaze me when you interact with folks especially folks with startups you know who, mm-hmm. who have, i mean people who create people who start yes. something up from, from the ground up and get going at it. You know, it's like the old story of, uh, Wozniak and jobs creating Apple, you know, and, and Jobs's garage, you know, out in California or Hewlett Packard started same thing in like a shed or a garage, I think as well too. Uh, but this isn't a computer company by any means, <laughs> but, um, you know, Parker and, and his co-founder started this, you know, while they were at Rhodes college, you know, kicking the yeah. idea around and, and launched it from there. So, um, yeah, Parker, was a super smart guy. And, as Parker mentioned in the podcast, and we'll make sure we put a link in the show notes, uh, Parker also hosts the internship show. So even if you're not a senior, like even if you're not at that point where – or even a junior, right? Maybe maybe you're starting your junior year next year uh, or maybe you're just a sophomore or maybe you're just – you know, you got – you're thinking about what to introduce your candidates to next year, your freshman members. That's a great podcast to introduce them to, along with ours, obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, hey, you know, here are some things to think about as you go down this journey of getting an internship and uh, hearing from some experts and some folks who are actually in that area of what to do. So it's it's really great. And uh, again, we'll include a link to the scholars program uh, that we offer through Sigma New, through your membership and our show notes as well, too. Take advantage of that. I mean, I, 
when I was in school, um, you know, many years, it's hard to think now, almost a decade ago, actually over a decade ago when I was in school, uh, this would have been great, right? This, this kind of access because, um, and I'm sure older alumni listening can relate to this too. Like when you were in school, your access to internships and, and careers information was limited to what's around me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like what's, what's around me or career fairs that my school hosted or uh, alumni, my fraternity or just networking, but you were kind of limited in that network. And now mm-hmm. with the uh, advent of the internet and with the help of scholars, you could be in Valdosta, Georgia, looking for an internship or a career, you know, a career opportunity and get connected with a company through scholars that's in, you know, San Diego or Mm -hmm. Memphis, you know, like Memphis FedEx headquarters want to connect with them. Um, This is a great way to bridge that gap. Yeah. And it's um, the the counterpoint to that as well, or I guess the other the other side of the coin is the fact that, you know, because we have all of this access now, it's it's almost like trying to drink from a fire hose. Right. Like if you've got this entire ocean's worth of opportunities, how do you sort it out? Right. Where do you even start? And um, that's, uh, you know, in in listening to the the episodes of the the internship show that I've uh, went in and and, uh, sampled, um, as well as just looking through their catalog, um, you know, I think Parker uh, does a great job with that show of providing, you know, um, examples of, hey, here are companies that are that are hiring. Here's what their internship uh, looks like. But then also, hey, here's a concept about, uh, you know, the job hunt or the uh, um, the interview process. And here's how to navigate that as well as concepts like, um, you know, uh, how do you uh, apply your leadership experience that you've developed through school? Um, yeah. You know, the, those different things. So really, they 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 come at it from a couple of different angles that help. Uh, you know, would help the um, you know, a student navigate this entire um, you know ocean of opportunity that has now become available to them through uh, you know the internet and the um, globalization of all of those things. Yeah, and you know, we talked about recruitment uh, before we launched an interview. Talk about this when you're recruiting guys, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, not all career services offices are created the same across uh, across the country and campuses. And and those folks do really hard work. But, you know, career services office at XYZ University is trying to serve, you know, tens of thousands of students on that campus. And mm-hmm. um and and with the limited staff or maybe sometimes limited resources. And this is a great way to bridge that gap. So, hey, you're meeting a PM and heck, every person going to college is thinking about that that fourth quarter. Right. Mm-hmm. What, what am I going to do with this? Right. What's my next step? And and this is a this is an experience I want to go on for four years or five years or six years <laughs> to to get to my career. <laughs> And what does that look like? And talk to recruits about that. Like, hey, this is this is something we offer through Sigma Nu. Like your membership covers this experience and this partnership. And so um, getting access to this is is an exclusive and really good benefit to take advantage of. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I've, I've talked about this with some of my chapters. It's like you know, as you know, fraternity is a concept like part of what we we sell right is the um the networking aspect right it, yeah. it, that is part of the um you know membership experience that we say in, in recruitment is like well you have opportunities to network well this is tangibly something that you can say yes we offer offer opportunities to network through our scholars program uh, mm-hmm. a partner of our national organization yeah. and look at our website this is exactly what it is you know like this is something that that you have access to and and can help you through that um so providing some substance behind um you know the the um 
uh, that pitch there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, hopefully this is beneficial for our collegiate listeners. Hopefully it's beneficial to our younger alumni listeners, right? There is no, there is no uh, block to, to participate, to enjoy these experiences and, and these benefits. Um, and for our older alumni, uh, we'd love to hear some some of your best practices and your tips for uh, for how can, uh, you know, today's student excel in their career field. So if you're an alumni listener and you've got some best tips at Heck, if you're an HR manager and, and you got, you know, hey, these are some of the best answers I've heard to interview questions or great takes on classic interview questions, right? What are your what are your biggest weaknesses? Well, my biggest weakness is I care too much, right? <laughs> it's, it's a I, I work too hard. I work too hard. I, I will be here too long, um, <laughs> you know. And, and so if you got some tips, share it with us. You can send those over to us at headquarters at sigma.org. Um, just, you know, shoot us an email and we'll include this in the show notes and uh, let us know some of what are your tips or some of your great interview stories or internship stories, and we'd love to, to share those in a later episode. Um, so before we head out, we do want to plug our next month's episode, which will mm. be our last episode for season one. We're not going away. We haven't been canceled. <laughs> we have been renewed. We will be back for season two. Um, but uh, we got Grand Chapter coming up, so we, we'll be focusing a lot of time on that. But next month, uh, we will have our sixth episode, which is our last episode of season one. And we are having what I think is maybe one of the coolest guests. Um, Definitely. Brother Dr. Timothy Huerta. Yes. Uh, from Cal State Los Angeles, our eight to five chapter. Uh, Brother Huerta is uh, frequently our parliamentarian, has 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 a former vice regent as well too, um, has served on the jurisprudence committee at Grand Chapter uh, uh, many, many, many years, uh, and really is a, a great person to talk to. And what we're going to talk to him about, what you'll hear in our interview next month, about Grand chapter, right? How does it work and how does par- this parliamentary procedure work and um, how does it work as a legislative mechanism? Uh, like you said at the beginning, Adam, to to direct the fraternity into a direction forward, upward uh, towards excelling with honor. So uh, yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. The brother Huerta, the brother Dr. Huerta is a, a really great conversationalist. I really enjoy talking to him all the time. So I've been able to spend with him. So um, looking forward to that interview as well. And um, yeah, I think it should give our, our um, you know, uh, brothers who are attending grand chapter, a, a great uh, kind of dip into that pool. If it's your first grand chapter, definitely recommend checking this episode out so you can have um, a little bit of uh, preliminary knowledge on what to expect for grand chapter. If you've already been to grand chapter, this is a great insight into kind of the, uh, the guts of it, right? Like what, what's yep. Going on and why it's important, um, but yeah, uh, really excited for that. Yeah, excellent. Well, I think that wraps up our episode today, uh, Adam. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, motion to close. All I in favor? That. Uh, All right. Aye. There we go. Aye, as well. Excellent. <laughs> we'll catch you guys on our next episode of the Gavel Podcast. This is Drew Logston and Adam Gertz, and we're signing off. We'll see you next time, guys. Bye, guys. Who am I, sir? A fraternity man am I? A Sigma Hanu, sir, and will be until I die. Hi, rickety hoop de doo What's the matter with Sigma Nu? Hallelujah, Terrica, who all together for Sigma Nu? The Sigma Nus, they like.